0: What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that?
1: You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network featuring Pods, Thrones, Hoopla, and the Shiznit.
2: He never Thank has you. a team. I could rap but that would bruh. I'm only in first gear and steal where you handle it. Living in the cold world full of that nonsense Drug heads, team moms, day-to-day violence. feeds at the corner, paying handle providos. Twelve year olds running around with pistols and hollows. Fucks my conscience, we
3: still like do. I know right yeah. from wrong, but my decisions so. Cancel a date. This
0: is the Red Rock Podcast Network. Oh, okay. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and
1: Dean O'Reilly. Now,
0: put your hands together. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shizness Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. And Charlie Bell's never done this before. <laughs> apparently <laughs> I, 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 I thought you
3: were going to test first but we just jumped right into because
0: it because I'm a fucking professional I was to
3: say because we're fucking pros now <laughs> not, not professional fuckers but <laughs> fucking hey. pros hey.
0: good day wheeze <laughs> <laughs> it's gross <laughs> um. what's up Charlie Bell
3: <sighs> Not too much.
0: Well, so what were, what were you trying to? We, we couldn't wait till the intros and stuff? <laughs> oh, I'll,
3: I'll tell you later. It was, <laughs> I'll tell you later. No, um, <laughs> tell me now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right. Now that you ain't talking over shit, you know.
3: <laughs> I'll tell you later. All right. All but right. um, well. no. So speaking of. Of street harassment i've been feeling harassed lately by the fucking christmas music everywhere <laughs> god damn i'm telling you i i posted something saying like we need to pass a law that you cannot play christmas music until after thanksgiving i mean come on
0: yeah they've been pushing that shit back for years yes yeah for years and, i
3: mean literally i was looking for my halloween costume and you know it's freaking it's beginning to look a lot like christmas came on and i'm like no it's it's just it's just now starting to look like halloween yeah
0: pretty much (laughs) now like it's gonna be fourth of july and then christmas and be like fuck everything in the middle because nothing else in the middle makes money
3: right exactly so yeah i mean i feel like they're i mean they're shoving it so aggressive down your throat it feels like it's like corporate america like showing it's forcing you to watch its genitals you know what i mean like flashing you yeah it's terrible i hate it
1: yeah well, you're speaking. a mean one, Mr. Grinch. That's <laughs> you're Ms. Grinch to you.
3: That's Ms. Grinch. Grinch. <laughs> That's Ms. Grinch.
0: <laughs> my bad. <laughs> well, while, well, while we're on street harassment, let me go ahead and clear some stuff up real quick since uh, Uncle seems to be so so clueless to what I was talking about uh, last week. You know, that nigga's not even on the show anymore, and he's still fucking a thorn in my flesh. A messenger from Satan sent to buffet me
3: Whoa. <laughs> Satan one of Satan's I mean, minions. I even told him
0: like, dude, sometimes what, what I'm like, I don't know if you're like serious or you trolling or whatever it is, it's fucking annoying. You know? Because like, you know, he he's he he sends me this uh this post uh, on the show Dino's one free grab rule oh yeah I want to work there you can grab a girl one time free and don't get in trouble for it nigga that's not what the fuck I said and fuck you if you even pretend to act like you thought that's what I meant and believed even if you thought that I said that you should have known that that was some that you didn't hear it right or something because you should know me better than that so uh, but for th- those of you who don't know me better than that who may have come to the same ignorant ass conclusion What I said was, and what I meant was, the only thing, I I have a couple of small beefs with street harassment. Do I like it? No, I don't like the the whole thing overall. Does it kind of sit unwell with me? Yeah, but so what? It's not about me. It doesn't matter. Um, I did say that women have a right to be left alone if that's what they want. Fine. What I disagreed with or didn't like or what I had beef with it about was the fact that I don't believe every man who hits on a woman, uh, I don't care if it's the office, the street, the sidewalk, the fucking man on the moon. I don't think that he's necessarily a harasser or a creep or should be categorized or lumped in with all the ones who are just because that's the majority of what women encounter. Is it unfortunate that they are you know harassed so much and have to deal with so many creeps? Yes, it is. But is it fair to... Lump everybody in with that? No, it's not. But whatever. So that's one thing I don't like about it. I don't like the fact that people are trying to say that, uh, saying hello to a woman uh, one time politely or whatever, if it's unwanted, it's harassment. Isn't harassment a crime? Uh, Yeah. How can you define any crime as something that is predicated upon the way the person who is the victim of it feels about it? That... that ah! Let me talk. God damn it. Get this out. <laughs> that that's just like makes no sense to me at all that like, Oh, it's how, because one person can say it and she can feel it that way. Or the next part that's so subjective. I mean, if it's a law, it has, to, it should be, um, a little bit more objective than that or a lot more objective than that. Um, so, yeah, I got a problem with that. And last but not least, I just think it's a, it's, it's a bad look, especially with the Are You Okay, Sis campaign going on. On one minute, it's like, okay, don't none of you motherfuckers say nothing to us because we're tired of all this harassment, which we didn't even know that y'all considered harassment until, like, yesterday. But now that you know, don't talk to us, polite or otherwise, because there's so many creeps out there. Don't Don't just... Keep to yourself. Speak when spoken to. But, oh, by the way, if you happen to see a dude who is harassing us, come up and say, are you okay, sis? Really? That's really ballsy. That's really ballsy and not a good look to be like, oh, fuck you on one hand, but make sure I'm okay on the other hand. Yeah, that's not a good look. And I'm not digging it. I don't like it. Don't have to like it. You know, whatever. That's my opinion. You don't like it. Fuck you. It's my opinion. And, oh, what's the other thing? Um, yeah, it's, it's funny how Uncle and all these women were, uh, came at me hard a few months back when I was on Facebook complaining about street harassment. When I was talking about um, panhandlers and people selling you stuff. That's fucking harassment, too. If I say hello to somebody or whatever and that's harassment, then people trying to sell me shit that I don't want and asking me for money every fucking day, then that is definitely harassment. And I was voicing my irritation uh, about it on Facebook, and Uncle and all these other women came at me hard. Um, All right. Shut your fucking mouth, Uncle Fucker. Yeah, I wish I had that drop. (laughs) I wish I had that drop. That was one of the drops I was planning on having before he left. There was a lot of things I was Mm -hmm. planning on doing before he left, and he just left and left me with a unfulfilled (laughs) Unfulfilled. uncle uncle was a rolling stone
3: (laughs) well now you can still do everything you wanted to do without him being able to rebut well yeah but some
0: of the stuff was specifically meant for like that shut your fucking mouth uncle fucker song i was gonna do that for him and then i was gonna talk about because you know how he his one of his favorite pastimes is to when i talk about how i didn't um how I passed up an opportunity mm-hmm. to talk to a woman or to have sex with her or something like that, how he's, the, he likes to sit there and say how he would have.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I didn't get to tell the story about how, when we first moved into this house, I got approached by a hooker and I was just waiting for him to say, well, I don't know man. If the hooker came up to me on my way home, I think I would have had to take her up on it. Cause you know, that's how you replied to all the other times, you know,
4: <laughs>
0: that's funny. <laughs> but anyway, that's enough time on uncle. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you have you seen the uh some of the
1: parodies of the uh of the uh street walking or the street harassment?
0: They have they have I one. know there was a one with a guy that that did I don't know if it was a a well I think there's I think there's one that's supposed to be like a legitimate uh attempt to be you know, to show a guy's version of it. Mm-hmm. But then I think there's also some parodies too, but I haven't seen any of them. Oh, okay yeah there there's one with uh Princess Leia,
1: oh I heard about I read Star about it. wars that's, yeah. that's pretty funny
0: yeah, I didn't see it, but yeah, I read about yeah. it
1: yeah and uh and there's one there's one with a dwarf uh which actually is now i, I felt bad for that guy because uh he was going through New York, and people were like uh hey, mini me, hey mini me and you know, oh yeah and gotcha. you know, all sorts of yeah you know, they were saying actually derogatory stuff right to him.
0: Yeah, and there was a, yeah. There's there's a lot of you know examples or similar type things. There's there's really tall dudes mm-hmm. like Big B and you know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, and Will Chamberlain have told stories about mm-hmm. you know um, how they are constantly you know approached. Yeah, treated you know, as an oddball. Right, right for being so tall and mm-hmm. you know and how even though people aren't trying to be mean mm-hmm. you know a lot of the times they're not trying to be mean sometimes mm-hmm. they're trying to be funny mm-hmm. and sometimes they're just genuine genuinely curious but or you know right, right you know and it's just the same thing day in and day out and it's, it's so irritating and annoying yeah. and yeah. this and that even big b from uh, the in deep show shout out to big b it's your man big b uh yeah. he was talking about how he gets that constantly because he's like six, eight. Oh, really yeah oh, okay uh, well, He's like somewhere on six eight six seven somewhere in there
3: I, so I, I mean there's also um a series that's done by this this fat well she's a fat woman she identifies mm-hmm. as fat mm-hmm. and she talks about how you know fat people still are subject to that you know especially women cuz we you know being judged even more so but fat people in general it's kind of like oh, you know people stare people make comments people kind of like you know make funny looks and so i mean yeah like harassment comes in different forms i mean i i was just going to Differentiate. There, there is a difference between the legal definition of uh, harassment as a crime versus it how it's used in the generic. You know.
0: Okay, well, so, good. That's good. Cause yeah. So every. I'd hate to think that 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 that's that the uh, the small stuff that I was talking about or we were we were right. talking about is actionable.
4: No. You know, no,
0: and no. and again, it, uh, Uncle, uh, as usual, you forget about the extremes. Really. Really, motherfucker, really? Do I have to address the extremes? I forget about I don't address the extremes because why? Because they are extremes. And the, by their very nature are the exception, not what's typical. Not only that, we generally uh, agree on the extremes. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You know, That's whether, not worth it. Whether it's when we're on a scale of 1 to 10, we usually are cool on the ones and the tens. It's all that shit in the middle that's fuzzy. Right, right. That's what dis- you know, deserves the discussion. Right. Why are we going to waste time discussing what we agree upon? Right. That was some ignorant ass shit
3: right there. Right, like, that was an ignorant comment. Like we all agree <laughs> on, on child molestation. That's not...
0: Right. You know. And when we were talking about spanking or whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the extremes, you know, it's like that's not an issue. It's where it's gray. Right. You know, it's like everybody agrees that the extremes are wrong. You know, but anyway, like yeah. I said, enough of that.
3: <laughs> well, one last thing I will say is that the extremes in this case, unfortunately, um, a lot of times the extremes are rare. But in this case, unfortunately, I think the extremes are fairly common in, in like. For, I don't well, know, it depends it, on what you. Right. And so I'm going to give an example, which is that I think that most women who live in an urban environment have seen a guy flashing, have you know show, shown his penis, which to me is extreme. And you know, I say that's probably like a eight, but I think
0: the extreme is like that lady who got took.
3: Oh yeah, that's the that's most extreme. A, yeah, that's that's the eleven. Extreme. That's a hundred yeah. million on a scale of, you right. know. That's that's the most extreme. Right.
0: But but the thing is, like, don't use the fact that she oh well she spoke to that guy and that's what happened. No, well, you know what? That <clears> motherfucker <throat> is sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was going to take somebody whether they spoke to him or not all he needed to do was find the right person he really wasn't sitting there like saying okay the first chick that walks down this street that responds to my my advances is the one i'm going to take nah he's like i'm looking for a certain type and whoever fits that type you know that's who i'm going to take
3: right i mean i think a lot of our discussions in general about culture politics whatever it has to do with like um if there's a cultural environment that kind of um, gives signals to people like that who are sick, mentally ill, violent, you know maybe even evil like if if there are cultural messages that we send that either inhibit them or make it make them more likely to do. The worst things right, so that again that 's not to say that it's our fault that he's a crazy madman, but I mean part of the like the dialogue about rape culture is like are there things that we do as a culture that make it easier for men to 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 misuse their privilege right in ways that sometimes end up being violent so that's that's what that discussion is about it's not like you said it's not black and white
0: no it it rarely is right but. Anyway, so before we get on uh, too far into the show, we do have a guest today. We have um, Donald Thomas Jr., who is an author of the book, which is titled What the Average Guy is Thinking, and it is a relationship book, and um, I'm interested to, to, uh, to chop it up with that gentleman and get his his views on some things and find out where he's coming from with uh with his relationship book and um you can find him on facebook and also you can find him he has a website uh what the average guy is thinking i believe the website is but he'll plug all that stuff when he gets on the show in a little bit a couple segments from now but uh we didn't uh, check in with you what's been up with you since last week you you know i i I don't remember
1: (laughs) (laughs) I this, this I had I had something planned and I for the life of me I can't remember what what I was going to talk Continuing
3: about. Continuing the theme of last week, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I, You know, I, I think uh, I think I'm going to talk about uh, 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 ageism, <laughs> De- deteriorating brain cells. I, I, I actually I read an interesting article today. The, uh, uh, the autism one. Oh well, the, yeah, that was uh, that that was no, that's not the one I was thinking of. Okay. Uh, the uh the autopsy came back in uh robin williams's uh suicide oh yeah, I heard about this. yeah, and they said that he had something called uh Lewis dementia louis mm-hmm. dementia mm-hmm. which you know isn't mm. he's not a he's not a he's not a uh a nightclub singer uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> don't
0: go Dark, <laughs> oh, it,
3: sounds, uh, it sounds like a drag king yeah. name. <laughs> uh,
1: but uh, yeah, uh, basically it, it's related to Parkinson's, um, but uh, it, it destroys the brain in a similar manner as Alzheimer's. Mm. So it, it's, kind of, it's kind of you're getting the worst of both worlds. Uh, mm. you're, you're losing control of your body and you're starting oh, to lose man. your uh, memory. Wow. And Yeah, and I are mean, starting to exhibit signs of dementia, mm-hmm. and, and I, I would imagine that if if uh, and a lot of times it's improperly diagnosed. A lot of times it's, mm-hmm. it's diagnosed as as uh, simply Parkinson's, mm-hmm. but I, I I just would imagine that if someone like Robin Williams felt like he was starting to lose his mind, mm-hmm. uh, which you know that's you know it's it's like a woman losing her looks uh, you know it, it's you know that's uh, right it, i mean not, i shouldn't have said a woman losing her looks like, it's like a glamour <laughs> queen losing her looks right um, right it,
3: it's like you're it's, saying someone whose job is is someone gonna, who's built a whole career on
1: yeah. The, yeah yeah being you know a quick wit if mm-hmm. he if he felt like he was losing it you know that might have been a a contrib- contributing factor to his depression mm-hmm And, uh, you know, it's a scary, it's a scary thing as, as we age
3: for sure. And then there's also the the physical changes themselves. Mm -hmm. Like after my dad had a stroke, you know, like, um, he he definitely had like different emotional highs and lows, mm-hmm. and some of it is of course just the stress of dealing with a stroke, but some mm-hmm. of it the doctor said is the actual physical changes to mm-hmm. the brain mm-hmm. caused right. those emotional changes as well. You know. Yeah, yeah. I I,
1: I remember when uh, when my grandmother started exhibiting. Well, we didn't know that that's what was going on. Right. But when she started exhibiting uh, dementia, uh, she was. I mean, her her mood swings were were uh, extreme. Extreme, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's like one day, oh, I love you, baby. The next day, get the hell out of my house, you know. <laughs> and uh you know, it, it was uh and, and, and you know, as things went on and you started to realize what was going on, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, that explains. Yeah, in retrospect.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And. Uh,
1: so, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad to bring the show uh, down.
3: <laughs>
1: Thanks. I, I'm here for depressing relief. That's
3: it. <laughs> Depression relief instead yes. of comic relief. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: wowsy, wowsy, woo-woo. Well, I got some uh, some daddy bragging to do. All right. So, yeah. So, Danya got her report card. Yay. And um, she... So yeah, so she got a report card. I'm very proud of her. She had all A's and B's. Yay! Yay! So at first, actually, I, it was funny when she, uh, the teacher first gave me a report card, I was looking at it and I saw there was one C on there.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, oh, what's this C or whatever? But then it was, uh, it wasn't in a, a subject. It was in like a, like a like citizenship or something you Mm -hmm. know behavior Mm -hmm. type thing Mm -hmm. and i was like okay well it's 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 you know it's not academic but i still wish she you know Mm -hmm. didn't have a c there and then i looked at the name it just so happens that the teacher gave me the wrong report card Uh. yeah some kid had some kid's last name was similar to danya's first name Mm -hmm. it was like his last name was spelled something like m O-N-Y-A. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, something like <laughs> That's that. That's funny. So anyway, um so I got her report card, and it was actually um no Cs, not even in citizenship or anything mm-hmm. like that. And um so the teacher was saying, like she always does, she's one of my best students, and she's one of the first ones to finish, and she's so bright, and da-da-da-da, mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. and that. And so I was asking her about some of uh, Danya's computer work. They have these... um these websites that they have to do uh, work on one's called study Island and one's called Gigi. Mm -hmm. And the whole class was behind on study study Island because they were, they were late getting started for some reason. But anyway, so I've been working with her trying to get her to catch up. And if uh, it gives you like, it gives her 10 questions and then it gives her her score right after she finishes. And, And these are, these are, these go to the, like the uh like the state or whatever mm-hmm. you know so they're like her real grades as part of her what she does in class and part of her homework is part of her grade and if you know you can you can uh you can retake it after you do it so and it, i told her so i tell her that after if she gets less than 80% to do it again until she gets mm-hmm. 80% or better mm-hmm. right each module mm-hmm. each set of 10 and so the teacher was like, oh, yeah. And I said, so are there any that she needs to, to do? Because I, I thought I'd seen some low low scores a while back, and I told her to redo them, and I don't know what she did. She said, oh, no, it looks like here everything is, like, 70 or above. I said, oh, no, she has to do 80 or above. Mm-hmm. She's like, I know. We were just required. I was like, I, no, I, I understand. That's yeah, yeah, what re- you <laughs> Right, right, right. I'm like, no, no, no. But I'm <laughs> a taskmaster. <laughs> she must do better than everyone else. <laughs> She's got a higher standard. <laughs> she's got to do 80 or above. She's like, oh, okay. And it's like, yeah, and uh, speaking of that, I noticed that on her reading every night, she does like 40 minutes or more. I was like, yeah. She's like, well, you know, she's only required to do 20. I was like, right, I understand. Like, again, mm-hmm. you know, she has to. She was like, oh, okay. She's like. Did the, did the teacher say, I didn't know you were Asian. <laughs> <It's>
4: oh. more,
0: <laughs> the teacher's Asian. Oh, she is? Yeah. Oh, Wow. <laughs> And she's like, "Oh, now I feel bad because I don't even have anything to recommend." Like like I don't like I don't even know like, like what to, increase. to you're right, right. I don't even tell you know what to tell you what to do. It's right. like, "That's okay. We got this." Yeah. You know? That's hilarious. But I was just like, you know, um you know, she was saying her interpersonal skills with her classmates or, you know, there's still some work, but it's 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 coming along, and I can tell it's, it's come a long way since last year. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good to hear. And yeah, exactly. And even her because this semester, she started off doing better with her classmates, but she was having issues with this teacher. This teacher is kind of... Um, she doesn't have any children, and she seems to be a little bit, uh, for lack of a better word, kind of a pushover. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. For the kids. Mm-hmm. And you know how kids are. They're they're yeah. smart that way. They, they know smell who, weakness. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> and they've been kind of going for the jugular with this poor lady. So, um, I think... Um, a combination of you know Diane getting in trouble and no desserts, and and the lady just getting more experience. I think that's starting to because it wasn't, you know, you can only do so much on your end when part of the problem is the teacher is you know soft. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you, you can tell a kid not to do so much, but when. You know, all the classmates and everybody's kind of running over the teacher. It gets kind of hard, like, to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To expect your kids. You can't
3: enforce classroom discipline from work. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Right. Right. I can't stand up for the teacher while I'm at work. Right. Yeah. Yeah, She's got to stand up for herself with my kid and all the rest. So I think she's starting to, you know, get acclimated and, and get, you know, her backbone under her a little bit. And so now things seem to be, seem to calm down a little bit because the first couple weeks was pretty bad with uh, Donya just kind of doing whatever she wanted to do. And then, too, man, what about technology, man? Can you guys imagine being in class acting out and your parent, I mean, and your teacher? calling your parent and talking to your parent right in front of your face, like <laughs> instantly, like right. reporting on what you're doing, <laughs> while, like looking right at, you know, I mean, can you wow. imagine that? Yeah, the, yes, her teacher will call me from her, I gave her permission to wow. and she does it, she will call I'm like on 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 from my end of it. This yeah. is like fucking great, right. but like from a kids' point of view, it's like shit. I can't do uh, nothing. You know, <laughs> you know <what>? shit. <laughs> like right. like yeah. I couldn't imagine that. Like when
1: yeah. we were kids, yeah, if if my grandmother had that, she'd be showing up with a switch <laughs> 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 through the phone. Yeah. yeah, there's an app for that.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the whoop your ass out. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
3: the app for your ass
0: <laughs> <App-ass>. <laughs> <The whoop-ass> app ass the whoop ass app
3: oh that's cool
0: oh man that's so cold serious though man i was
3: thinking about that i was like I know, right?
0: that's a trip she can't get away with nothing mm-hmm.
3: because of the you know the way communication
0: mm-hmm. and stuff is
3: well i'm just glad there was no you know social media when i was in high school and college Woo, right right the lord <laughs> that would have been disastrous it was crazy.
0: You know, and just, just all of that, man. And just, I don't know what it's like in regular public school, but that's what I love about this school. Like, you know, I I have her, you know, I have her cell number her home number. Mm -hmm. And then if I can't get things accomplished with her, I can call the the principal Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I have, and she picks up and I talk to her and just, or I send her a text Mm
4: -hmm. and
0: she's like, I'm on it. And it's like handled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, Whoa. Love it.
1: <laughs> you know the, the the sad thing is is uh, parents who you know with all the technology and opportunities who don't yeah take That's- an active interest in what their child is doing at school right or, right or uh, you know or at least showing the or showing a united front with the teacher
0: yeah you know yeah so I'm very proud of her for that and she got that you know that yoga grade up that she, have a, she was having uh, she was had a C in that and that was like I said just for not listening. Mm-hmm. So, that means I know she's been behaving herself in yoga and jazz and all that. She's got a recital coming up, too, next week. Oh,
4: snap. Are yeah. we
0: invited? <laughs> if you can take off work, it's in the middle of the day. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's Thursday. So, it's at West Angeles. Oh, nice. Is she, yeah. she going to be singing or is yeah. it going to be playing music? Oh, oh Lord, no. Not, not <laughs> singing. She's going to be dancing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've only been to one of her recitals. So, mm. if it's anything like that, they'll probably um like there's usually a theme mm-hmm. and like one time they did um they did uh like musicals mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. so they did like um some of the kids did like car wash and mm-hmm. um um a scene from like grease and and you know things like that mm-hmm, cute. musicals, yeah it was, it was real cute <laughs> and then you know then they um i didn't see the one for black history month so they did mm-hmm. you know you know there's different things right. so i'm sure there's some theme that mm-hmm. they'll be doing and dancing to some sort of music it seemed like they whatever. would have
1: done car wash for black history month
0: <laughs> 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 but uh <clears throat> so yeah so very proud of her for all of that and then also too um She's been eating better, so I'm really relieved about that. Yeah, the other day I was giving her a about a week or so ago, I was giving her a shower, and this is one of the first times I I I looked at her with no clothes on and didn't feel like I was like you know feel like crying because my little baby looked malnourished. Yeah, Yeah. like she was some little Ethiopian child (laughs) or something. Like all she was missing was the flies.
4: oh she was, she
0: was just she would be so skinny and yeah. just i could see all her little bones and it right. was just so i was like
3: oh my god yeah. my poor baby like yeah. ah. she's always been what a picky eater
0: yeah she's always been a picky eater and then she has the allergies on top of it which right. i think she's growing out of that's too good. but <clears throat> yeah it's, it's that's gonna be i don't know well well i'll cross that bridge when it when it when it gets there but mm-hmm. it's it's funny too because Because I know there's degrees with the allergies, because I'm allergic to some, like, I'm allergic to shellfish. Yeah. (laughs) That that I know well. I'm I'm allergic (laughs) to shrimp. Shrimp. Right. You know I know. (laughs) Right, right. But even with the shrimp, like, as bad a reaction as that was, it was like a perfect storm of events. This is why I keep trying to explain Mm -hmm. to my wife. She doesn't get it. It was a perfect storm of events what led to that severe reaction where I almost died. Right? You know, I, I was eating a ton of shrimp for one. Then two... Um, it was a party, so we were dancing, right. stuff like that, and drinking alcohol, and all that exacerbated it and sped everything up, and why it was so uh, so intense. Right. Um, same thing. My mom, when she had, she is allergic to um, not just shrimp though, but also fish, and she had a, a similar reaction that she nearly died from many, many years ago mm-hmm. when she was young. She was at a party and she was eating shrimp and mm-hmm. she was dancing and it's the same thing. So. I keep telling my wife, I don't have that thing like the kids who, you know, one kid has peanut butter and kiss her boyfriend mm-hmm. and he's allergic to peanuts and then he almost dies from the kiss. and
4: right.
0: Like, it's not like that. It's not with that me. extreme. Right. It's not like that. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I, I've ha- since then, I've had a shrimp or two, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and there was no reaction, you know, just because I know. And she's, she's like, oh, oh, you're EpiPen, you're EpiPen. You got to get a prescription. You got to carry it around. I'm like, it's not like that. I'm not going to accidentally eat a bowl of shrimp and then start dancing you know and nearly <laughs> that's not gonna happen you know it has been known to
1: happen I don't <laughs> have to worry a, about once that. you've had your bowl of shrimp man you become a party animal man
0: and it's just like that with, with the shrimp work good with, they were good so yeah, damn yeah. Good. yeah. Were, they, were, they
1: were worth closing off my esophagus
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. so <Almost. laughs> so that's the thing you know when like danya's at At Costco, Danya Danya thinks she's Mexican or something because she loves those little samples. She just being, sample, sample, sample. (laughs) And she just lose her little mind and be trying to stand in line for everything. And we were telling her, baby, like, you know, most of this stuff got some milk in you can't have it whatever. It was up to me because the stuff is like little, not even bite size. Most of it, I would just give it to her. Mm-hmm. But her mom was like, no, no, no. She has a, a cow if I give her something, a oh, sample yeah. to have
3: She's extremely
0: strict. Yeah, yeah, when, especially when it's somebody else. But because <laughs> <laughs> she goes off on me like that. They come home from a party. Uh, this this was several months ago, but still. And Danya's got all these cupcakes and stuff, whatever. I'm like, oh, they had milk, you know, uh, you know they were they had cupcakes that weren't made with milk or whatever. She's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I just left it alone. I, I was yeah. like, yeah. Danya was crying. She wanted to give when she's jaded. I, right. I get it. I right. get it. But had I done it, right. all hell would have broke loose. Right. You know the scent, or whatever. Right. So it's funny. So I sometimes I'll sneak Danya something and mm-hmm. she doesn't get that. She's like, <laughs> well, my daddy's giving this to me, so it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. right. So she's all like. You know, playing with it and, like, examining it and holding it up. I'm like, Danya, keep it on the down low. You know, just put it in your mouth and eat it for mommy see. Right. She was like, what? I'm like, don't let mommy see. She's going to get mad. Just eat it and so she eating instead of being subtle whatever she's all she <laughs> <laughs> went all big and stuff I'm like oh lord this girl don't even know how to be you know be stinky. sneaky right she does the, she does an Eddie Murphy
1: routine I got some eyes right cream. right, <laughs> I
0: got some you can't have none right <laughs> So every now and then, when that I
1: one, got
3: ice cream you, with dairy, gluten, and... <laughs> <laughs> what else did she over to okay. Wheat, soy, <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter. That's Woo-hoo! some nasty ass ice cream! <laughs> God damn! <laughs> but you can't can. have. Uh, <laughs>
1: and I'm gonna tell mommy. <laughs> That's
3: crazy.
0: Really though. It's funny. But yeah, I'm I'm really happy about her. Yeah, she's eating eggs now. And, you know, she's eating more meat now and just, she's eating just all around. She's eating better now. She eats her, I make her her lunch every day. Mm-hmm. So she eats that before when we were trying, when we were uh, having her eat at the school, she was just throwing it away like all the other kids because mm-hmm. the stuff is gross and I don't blame them because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I volunteered at the school and I saw some of the stuff that they had to eat. And yeah. I was like, I can't even be mad at her. Yeah. I can't even, you know. No,
3: yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I get it.
0: Yeah, that's why I don't I don't make her. If if it's something I want to eat, I don't. I definitely don't make her. <laughs> no, no. you know. So, it's like my wife. She bought her these um, these uh these milk free dairy free uh, pancakes. We used to get it at Trader Joe's kind. Trader Joe stopped making there, so she found this other brand. That we used to we get we get her um, they make waffles she mm-hmm. used to waffle and like the waffles so it's like okay well we will get her the pancakes she got her the pancakes I knew when I made those things that she wasn't gonna eat them they they looked horrible <laughs> and I, I tasted when I was like oh no she ain't mm-hmm. gonna eat this but I kept it to myself just in case right. mm-hmm. and then she didn't eat it and I was like okay so I made her some eggs yeah but I was like I You're can't like, make her eat this because this that nasty. tastes like a wheat brick yeah it was like it was all crumbly it looked like yeah. some it looked like it looked like cornbread. Gross. it didn't Uh, even look like a pancake it looked like a cornbread all crumbled up and stuff (laughs) grody yeah (laughs) but um, okay so we're gonna take a break and then we will be back with our guest experience pop, pop pop culture from the dark side on the 730 show with me latone Hart. Ooh, I, I need my cigar on available on itunes stitcher spreaker TuneIn, betamax and vhs yo what's up with your boy i'm just a man with a fork and a world full of soup no i don't need no damn medicine latone heart he may need medicine check me out on the 730 show podcast well alright and we're back oh man so um, I'm pretty excited about this this next uh, our guest this next segment here with our guest Donald Thomas Jr Um, as I mentioned he is an author of the book (gasps) called What the Average Guy is Thinking can you hear me? Yes. Okay. okay. There you are. Hey, welcome to the show, sir. How you doing? Doing fine. Doing fine. Um, glad to meet you. Um, let me introduce you to my co-host. We have uh, Charlie Bell here to my left. Hello. And over here to Hello, my
3: Bell.
0: and over here to my right, we have uh, Damon Stanifer. How you doing, Mr. Thomas? Hey, day.
2: how you
1: doing? I'm just fine, sir.
2: So, First off, guys, let me, let me say it's an honor to be here. I have a chance to kind of sit down this week and listen to you guys show a few different episodes, and you guys are hilarious.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. We think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 not me. I have low self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, nice to know that somebody else besides uh, people in this room think we're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, it, it's nothing like when you find that, that perfect blend of craziness. <laughs>
0: exactly. Very, very true. So, uh, Donald, why don't you um, start off by telling us, um, our audience, a little bit about yourself and your book and, you know, just uh, how, how everything came about. And-
2: well, um, I'm Donald Thomas. I'm originally from Louisiana. Uh, and the author of the book called What the Average Guy is Thinking, uh, the mindset behind the book had two purposes. Uh, the spiritual purpose of the book was everybody I knew uh, that was single, couldn't find a man or woman, everybody knew that was married, was either cheating or getting divorced, and especially in our black community, the relationships were just, like, awful. Right. Uh, and I felt from a, from a spiritual standpoint, if the devil can keep you from being in a relationship for six weeks, he definitely keeps keep you from being married, and uh, without marriage, there's no family, there's no structure, and as black people, we grew up with structure, whether it was the whole village or our mom and dad, and we got away from that. So I wanted to put something out there that kind of combated those things that were keeping us apart. But from just a regular, everyday point of view, I've seen Steve Harvey, Tyrese, Dr. Phil, like uh, Hill Harper, everybody in their mama had a relationship book. Yes. And I was like, that's cool, but like Steve Harvey's a millionaire comedian, Tyrese is a millionaire singer, like some guys ain't been me in a long time. The women reading these books, they're not dating Steve Harvey. They're dating the mailman, the guy at Walmart, the unemployed <laughs> dude. Right. So I wanted a voice for people like the everyday guy.
0: Okay. Okay. That's, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Well, let me ask you this. What do you, this isn't, uh, what, what do you think about Steve Harvey's book? Have you read it?
2: Honestly, I haven't read it. I, I want to avoid any influence in writing my book.
0: Okay. That's understandable. Um, before, but I
2: watched the movie like twenty times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you got a little bit of influence there. <laughs> That's why don't you? Why don't you go ahead and plug your uh, well everything that you have the plug um, at the top, and then we can plug it again before you go. But I don't want to forget to uh, to for you to get all your plugs in.
2: The book is called "What the Average Guy Is Thinking" by Donald Thomas Jr. If you want to find the book, it's available on Amazon, Kindle, Nook, and our book or the website www.theaverageguyonline.com and look me up Donald Thomas Jr. on Facebook and uh, enjoy the ride.
0: Right, and you write a, a column too, right?
2: I, I write for a few different magazines, uh, a couple of different columns. Um, I host like relationship game called Argue the One. Okay. I kind of travel around with and uh, it's ran through media, social media as well as uh, paper media and different formats. But also write. Uh, I'm just saying, it's my column. So uh, basically current events, political
0: stuff, all, all kind of random stuff. Okay. So, all right, well, let's get right into it with our questions.
3: Um, Charlie Bell, you got a question? Sure. So, um, you know, you were kind of talking about what differentiates you from Steve Harvey and Hill Harper and all those folks is that you're for the regular guy. And I noticed in your bio that you're um, a single dad. So how is your experience as a single dad reflected in the book? Because I know... A lot of guys out there probably going through that.
2: You know, like, for me, uh, one of the main things is uh, it, it, it's money. Like, money is the big difference between the average guy and, a, like, a, a mainstream guy. If, if you're working a, a 9 to 5, I would say you ten dollars an hour trying to support. As men, you know, we're caught on to be the breadwinners of the family. Then you got a baby mama, another baby mama, and a wife to see about, and then kids. Put a lot of pressure on you, you know, to be successful, and you're not bringing all the money in like you need to, you know, it makes you your mind feel a little different. For me, being a single dad, I've been a single dad for 13 years. I you know I can't come home and tell my kids they're not having dinner. Uh, we're getting evicted. Uh, you not you can't watch SpongeBob because the cable is cut off. So, like for me, I have to make it happen, you know, and that's that's a daily pressure for me every day. So between writing books and working a regular job or selling blood, whatever I'm doing. I have to find a way to make it happen. And uh, well, that's just a constant pressure for me.
0: All right. Well, um, I have a question. Uh, have you been, uh, were, were you married previously?
2: I was married for six years to my kid's mother. Uh, we were 19 and 21 when we got married.
0: Oh, yeah. We got
2: divorced five, six years later. And then the, the, my kids been with me since they were two, three, and four years old. So, like, now they're 17, 16, and 15, and we're still going.
1: Okay. Do they still have any contact with their mother?
2: Yeah, they do. They oh. do. It's just uh, Just a better environment for them.
1: Okay. Now, uh, does your uh, does your relationship book does that help you? Uh, does that help you in dealing with, uh, or can it help the average guy deal with uh, 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 a relationship with an ex?
2: Actually, it does. I'm uh, I'm very transparent in the book, and uh, I don't point fingers or put blame on anybody. You know, I, I admit my fault as well as hers, and uh, it's just it's very honest. And a lot of times, you know, in relationships, you want to always, you know, put the blame on someone else. But you really look at yourself in the mirror and, like, really take into account what you did. I mean, you have to admit, like I have a, a, something to do with this as well. So, you know, it, it does. It really does.
3: So, are you in a relationship right now? Depending on who you ask.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Wait I
3: a ask,
2: second. I asked you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then I'm
0: going to need you to explain that answer.
2: Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm dating. I'm dating. Okay.
0: Okay. Do you feel makes you qualify to write a book on relationships?
2: Honestly, because I've had the worst relationships ever. <laughs> like, I've been in some jacked up relationships.
3: <laughs> so your your book is really a oh. what not to you do. Know, like, <laughs> what, I, what I always say is,
2: like, let me tell you this. Like, I, I went. Um, I used to work in a in a, a counseling center. And there was a a woman, she was a a psychiatrist, and she used to deal with alcoholism. And, uh, like, she was the the counselor for alcoholism. And people would come to her for counseling, and they would go to classes, and they would drop out, they would quit, and they they would never get help. I went to one AA meeting, and it was ran by a guy who was, like, a 20-year alcoholic. He had a class of, like, 5,000 people. So I was like, you have to go to someone who who can empathize with you, not sympathize with you, but empathize with you, your problem. So if I've had the stalker situations, I've had the cheating situations, I've had any bad relationship you could possibly think of. So who better to tell you about relationships than I can tell you what not to do in the effort
3: to make it what you what you should do. Okay. Okay. Ha- go ahead. I'm sorry. No,
1: go
2: ahead.
1: No, you
3: go ahead. Um, so back to that previous question: <laughs> What is it that's going on in in your? Dating life, where you think that um, you and the folks you're dating might be on a different page as far as the status of the relationship.
2: Well, like with with, with dating, uh, dating is so much like fun, and um, I'm, I'm taking it back to what, what dating is it was meant to be. Dating is not like marriage. You know, I've gone on dates, and uh, like the very first date, she told me what, what her wedding clothes are going to be. I'm like, hold on, like pump your brakes. Wait, what? It's her like, what? If you get back to wedding clothes? Quote. Oh.
0: Wow, on first date, huh?
3: She didn't realize yeah, that might know, be a
2: little like, like women. I mean, no, no offense, Miss Bell, but women have this picture in their minds of their wedding day and their future husband and their house and their kids, even what the dog looks like. And when they're going out with you, they just basically they have a little picture cut out a cutout board that says "insert man here." They just want you to basically fit what they already have set for you. And not a whole bunch of compromise with well, guys
1: on the first date. You know, we don't even know what we're we want to eat. We just like yeah. <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm curious. One of the one of the uh, metaphors you, you uh, used or analogies, I guess, uh, is that of a, a radio station. Uh, I mean <laughs> uh, that that certain women. Uh, it's like you, you may have you have a favorite type of radio station, right? Uh, and right. Um, and, uh, they, and that women uh, that like the number one woman uh, fits in uh, fits into like your favorite radio station, but that doesn't mean you don't like other radio stations. And so a country uh, country music station comes along, yeah, you'll listen to that for a while or easy listening or pop or whatever. But ultimately, it comes down to uh, uh, I forget the radio station you, you mentioned, but it, it comes down to that that's your favorite one. Uh, and that's where you're going to go. But I, I'd like to know, would you, uh, would you consider like uh, settling down with someone who's uh who's uh, from another, ra- from, from one of your, from one of your lesser favorite radio stations?
2: Yeah, like, 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 for instance, like if, uh, a lot of um, uh, Al Sharpton comes on in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. and Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton is cool. I mean, he has a cool show,
4: mm-hmm.
2: but, uh, like the DLU show comes on like in the same time. So when I'm in a different market, I try to kiss Daryl Uly and that's my preference. But because of what because here in Lake Charles there is no Daryl and I have to kind of take what I can get.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But give not, you have to be very careful about selling because it's just what you're doing. You're, you're selling like you're compromising. Make sure once you're, you're selling, you commit that you that you honor that because give the opportunity to hear D.R. Uly, I'm going to choose it if I get a chance to. So even though I've been listening to this. I'm shopping all week long when I get chances to deal. You know, got Will make that choice, and Garza did. Of I have access to the dinner red show that I'm. I'm really in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay,
3: we like that
0: <laughs> for
2: sure. For sure. <laughs> so, are you, but, but on a serious note, what happens is is uh, people want what they can't reciprocate. That's the first problem. So you say you want a Denzel or Aegis Elba, but you look like someone else. You look like precious, no offense. So,
3: and, and, you don't think precious
2: could catch Idris? But, and, and, but, and, but in, and vice versa, and, and vice versa, you say you want a holiday, but you look like for everyone berry So <laughs> like, you have to be honest about what you have access to. But once you do that, and, and you choose someone, and then all of a sudden you lose weight, or you you win the lottery, or you fix your credit, now all of a sudden you have access to more. And like that person who was with you when you were hundred and ninety thousand pounds and you now you're hundred and ninety, all of a sudden that person's not good enough for you anymore. That's that's not fair. So if you if you want something and that's what you want, make up your mind what you want, and then go get what you want. But don't settle and then when you can acquire better later, then want to change the game up.
3: Mm. So are you dating now with the goal of of what, getting married, settling down? What's your what's your goal?
2: I couldn't hear you.
0: Repeat the question. She, she, oh. she said, what's your, what's your goal for, your, for dating right now? Are you looking to settle down and be married or just companionship? What's your, what's your uh, dating goal right now?
2: For me, when it comes to dating, I don't have an expectation. Uh, I want to be around nice women who have good conversation, try to find a connection, and let things just happen naturally. Like I don't have a goal. If you have an expectation, then yourself, you setting yourself up to be disappointed. So I don't have an expectation. I just want to date and have a good time. And the person who's meant for me, who catches my heart, catching my attention, would do it without me knowing.
0: Mm, I don't know, man. I have to disagree with that. I mean, I'm I'm not a relationship expert or anything. I don't have any books. <laughs> but I've had a few bad relationships, too. So.
2: <laughs> and
0: some good ones. <laughs> yeah, and some good ones. But You're the
2: average guy. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I, I am the average guy. That's so what I'm told. I, I think, as a matter of fact, I was on a... a on the show uh, last week, it hasn't aired yet with um, um, talking about relationships, uh, the right to real love with Jay Mayo. And mm-hmm. the, one of the things that I was saying is that I think that not only do you need to have a goal, I think both people need to have a goal and they need to be compatible goals when you date. Because when you date, you date for several reasons. Some people are dating for sex. Mm-hmm. Some people are dating for companionship mm-hmm. only. Some people are, are dating to find a a spouse, Mm -hmm. you know, and have kids. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or any combination of those things. And I think unless both people are on the same page, then you're kind of wasting your time. And it's, it's doom is about to end in disaster.
2: But when you pose the question, I took it at what was was my reason for dating? And in the book, when you read the book, you have, I have a reference about dating and I I use the example of dating is one of two things. It's either chess or it's checkers. When it's checkers, you're just out having fun. Checkers has, is multiple games, there's is, is no real purpose to it. I want to get the most checkers I can in this particular time, and I win. But chess is more strategic. Ch- chess is about acquisition, it takes time, it's more well planned. So, right now, me personally, I'm in a checker stage in my life. I'm just having fun. Okay. And if, if I win this round, whoop to do. If you win, whoop to do. But as I progress, I'm ready for marriage. Once my kids are at the house and off to college, now I'm going to take a chess approach to dating while I'm, I'm being more strategic. I'm trying to acquire a queen. And I, I'm very cautious in my mood is more well planned, But right now, I'm going to check a stage. Okay, so then
0: you do have... Your goal is just to have fun. Just to... Enjoy. Just to enjoy. Just to enjoy women's company and whatever else.
2: Yeah, basically, I, I want to watch Tyler Perry movies and I can't go by myself. kind of weird
0: <laughs> Oh, boy. We got to talk about your movie choices, bruh. (laughs) But that's a whole nother show. (laughs) He
3: would hate the racial draft. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Donald Thomas, let me, let me ask you this. If you had some quick tips to, to give our listeners out there on relationship, whether it's do's or don'ts or whatever, whatever, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but if you had, a couple of quick tips that you can give anybody from your book to maybe pique the interest, or you know, uh, well, you know what? Before that, how about before that? Let's save that for last. Before that, why don't you tell us something about the John Doe theory? I like theories, and I like I, I want to hear John, about the John Doe theory. The,
2: the John Doe, the John Doe theory was this. You no, know, I'm a big Law and CSI fan. Okay, and I would always see on like on, on these shows. They would find a body, no identification at all, they didn't know who the person was, and they would label it as a John Doe. The thing about the John Doe is they're dead. They can't, they can't speak for themselves. So you have to figure out by putting the facts together to figure out who they are. So if they go through their wallet, see if there's any ID, they go through their pockets, see if there's anything that might give you a clue or a hint to where they come from or who they belong to. You know, like even if they're near a vehicle or a home, they go through and find things that are actual factual to determine who that person is. But well, when you meet somebody, people will tell you who they want you to think they are. They'll say, well, I'm a, I'm a good father. I'm a good man. I'm an honest Christian man. They'll tell you that with their mouth. But if you let them be quiet and they couldn't tell you who they are. And are there things in their life that could tell you who they are that are actual, factual? Like if that person tells you I'm a good father, but he hasn't seen his kids in a year, well, you know what? There might be some discredit in his story. Or if he says <laughs> I'm a good man, but he's been divorced nine times, then you might want to question it. So basically what the John book theory is, is don't take what they say, treat them as a dead body and live their actions and the things that the fruit that they bear
3: represent who they really are.
0: All right. I like that.
3: That's good advice in life in general. It
0: is. It is. And that's not about what you say. It's about what you do. So yeah, you know, actions speak louder than words. There's a million cliches been around forever, but okay. Okay. Uh, Donald Thomas, why don't, uh, do, do you have any uh, quick tips that you could give our listeners about relationships? Maybe some do's and don'ts or whatever?
2: For me, the, the most important thing when it comes to dating and relationships for me is the first most important thing is to know who you are. Mm. Like, you have to know who you are.
0: That's good and advice. And what
2: you are and what, you, and what you're worth. Because mm. people people think that society tells them you should be a mother and you should be married and be a wife and all this other stuff. But you should be a husband working, doing whatever, but some people aren't there yet, or aren't cut out for that. They don't want that. You have to know exactly who you are and what you want. Like, if you meet a woman who has five kids, and you don't like children, that's not a good parent. And there's nothing wrong with not children if you have to about Right. And after that, the next, the next thing would be basically know what you're worth, but also the people that you're dealing with or you're dating, know what they're worth, and know who they are. You know, if if you're a a Christian, if you're a, a nympho, that's two different sides of the spectrum. But if well, that's who you are, a lot of Christian false. nymphos, and, 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 it, and it would serve you a lot. It would save you a lot of trouble to find out if that person matches up with what you are, and what you're looking for. All
0: right, and, all right. And so.
2: sometimes you get the lucky combination of a nympho Christian, and that kind of works like good for everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right well donald thomas thank you sir for coming on the show thank you for your time um i have enjoyed what i've read of the book so far to be honest though i haven't gotten much further uh than you know the second chapter but um i will try to finish it i can't promise that i will i have uh so many <laughs> so many things in my plate right now but I-, I thank you for coming on the show thanks for being a part of Of the Shiznit, and for you, uh, the Shiznit audience out there, our new segment, which debuts today, is called the Donald Thomas uh, Ask the Average Guy Question of the Week, uh, which we will be chopping up uh, in a little bit um, after we get through with Donald uh, the question of uh, last week or this week, whatever. However it goes, but uh, Donald, go ahead and uh, give yourself and all your websites and everything a plug again before you uh, before you uh, leave us.
2: Just I'm, I'm I'm online at Promoter DT Instagram Twitter and Facebook is all at PromoterDT, Promoter DT P R O M O T E R D as in David T as in Tom That's it and Oprah if you're listening please put my book on your book cover list <laughs> We got
3: to we got some requests for Oprah if she's listening <laughs> Yeah really though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, if, if, I, if I get to open first, I'm going to bring on the Dino Red Show. If y'all get on, on the Dino Red Show, please give me my book.
0: All right, sir. Deal. You have a good one. Thank you.
2: Hey, thank you, guys. Enjoyed it.
3: Well, I've been sitting here all day. I've been sitting in this
4: waiting room. All right.
0: Uh, we'll be right back in uh, one minute.
4: And I've been waiting on my friend.
0: All right, and we're back. Donald Thomas
3: Jr. All right, no, he was interesting. Like, um, I would, I would uh, label him as a, a Christian realist, <laughs> Christian realist relationship guy. Yeah, I didn't get that.
0: Ask him that, but I got that from his reading too. He did seem like a Christian.
3: Yeah. So. He definitely put that in his uh, bio.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, you guys ready for uh, um, our new segment? Yes. All right. Excited. The Shiznit. Ask the average guy
4: question.
0: All right. And this week's average guy question of the week. Is or it comes from okay, this is a long name. Renee wants to be loved, not banged. <laughs> and she asked, or she says, I've sworn celibacy for a while now, and since I've done this, I've noticed that a lot of grown men claim they want a real woman, etc. But when I tell them and stick by it, they no longer call or show interest anymore. Has our society come to the point where it's sex first and then see if it can work out? I mean, I, like many women my age, want more than just sex. And it's crazy how my cell doesn't ring anymore. I'm okay with it. And it's really funny. And when they do call back, I always get, you're still trying not to have sex. LOL, LOL. I can wait. Trust me. LOL, LOL. Just want to know from other people. All right! Wow, and there was a lot of response to this. A lot of responses. I can, I can, uh, I actually have personal experience with this. Mm-hmm. Um, that you dated someone who was trying to save it for marriage. I did. I ha- I did date one time. Mm-hmm. I had one girlfriend, and uh, <clears throat> who didn't want to have sex the whole thing though with that unless unless you are a virgin it's really it's really kind of hard on the dude i'm just speaking from personal experience because it's like okay you gave it up to these other niggas yeah. but now here i come and for whatever reasons well my timing is great right right exactly yeah. you 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 don't want to do that and i'm a creep if i try to talk you into it and and force you into it and i'm a um, I'm, dumb, I'm, a, I'm a creep if I leave you because you don't want to have sex, so you know. So anyway, yeah, I I, I went along with it, you know, and uh, I didn't pressure her or anything, and it, like I said, it wasn't about religion or anything. She wasn't a virgin; she had had sex with with other guys, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't a great relationship. And I <laughs> no, <laughs> you and, don't say. And I felt like. I feel like I got all of the, the, the bad parts of being in a relationship without mm-hmm. the main good part.
1: Right.
3: So, so I feel
0: like, what what was the point?
3: Exactly. I was mm-hmm.
0: horny and frustrated on top of having fights about, you know, whatever. Just because you have fights when you're in a relationship. Arguments and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And there was no make-up sex. So mm-hmm. there was none of that. It was, it was just like, what the fuck? Like, no, I, I won't do that again. I did it once. I won't do it again. And, uh, when I'm, uh, I met, I met someone else years later and, uh, you know, she told me that and I was like, well, good luck." <laughs> I was like, I, I'm not the guy that's going to try to force you or, or bug you or do any of that. But I've done that once and I'm not down with that. So, you know, if, if that's how you feel, I'll respect that. But, you know, we can stop the relationship here, mm-hmm. you know? and uh but you know if you want to wait i don't have a problem waiting you know i will wait for a reasonable length of time without trying to pressure you Mm -hmm. but i'm not into celibacy Mm -mm. i can i can be celibate by myself Mm -mm. you know so and uh
3: well (laughs) have you ever i'm I'm sorry i was was gonna ask if you'd had that experience but
1: yeah 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 uh um But it it was she was called a platonic friend that I wanted to fuck, (laughs) and you know it it would it pretty much the same thing. It was like uh, except she was fucking other guys. Yeah, even worse. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's in it's in a a lower section of hell. Uh, uh, He was on the eighth floor. I was on the I was on the seventh floor. Um, But uh, yeah, you know the whole idea of I mean it it goes down to uh, like uh, Donald was talking about earlier. It's like you you know you have to want the same things i mean exactly. it's like you know to me that sounds like
0: actually i think that was dino that said that but
1: uh well you know somebody <laughs> with the somebody with a uh, but um um shit now i forgot what i was saying oh uh you, you gotta you gotta know you know you guys gotta you know want the same thing it's like you gotta you, you gotta know who you are yeah and you gotta know what she is And if, if you say that like you know straight out First, uh, you know, you don't, you don't bring that up later. You know, you Mm -hmm. don't, you don't decide, well, uh, I, I, I like you. Uh, I mean, I, you don't decide that to lay it on the person after the third or fourth date. Mm -hmm. It's like, Hey, you know, I'm, 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 I'm doing the celibacy thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, you you know, and and it's fine. I mean, but there are dating sites for people who want the same thing. They're they're generally Mm -hmm. Christian dating sites. Mm -hmm. Um, and if that's what you want, then you need to go on one of those mm-hmm. dating sites, or you need to meet someone at church who genuinely feels the same way you feel mm-hmm. about that. Because um, just the average guy today, you know, this isn't this isn't nineteen fourteen. Uh, so he's not going to walk you home uh, after the you know Sunday social and get ice cream. Mm-hmm. He's, he's going to want you know he's want to going to mm-hmm. want to get in there.
3: And, and realistically, I mean, having sex is a part of modern courtship and dating because it's part of discovering your compatibility. I mean, sex is a huge part of marriage. And so, I mean, it, it's not separate from the the, the the process. So I think, unfortunately, this woman sounds a little deluded and she sounds like she's kind of falling into that stereotype that Donald was talking about, which is trying to fit men into your preformed template. Like mm-hmm. she feels as though every man out there should be in agreement with her, you know, pro- her celibacy process. Mm-hmm. And that's not really realistic, you know, and, right. um, every choice that we make has consequences, right? So she's choosing to be celibate. So the choice to be celibate is that you're going to weed out the vast majority of men out there, mm-hmm. you know, and someone else who chooses to sleep with everyone that they they may feel, you know they, they're gonna have different consequences right yeah, yeah but um i just think it's unrealistic and i just i hate that i mean when she said she wants to be loved not banged my whole mm. thing is like why not both like <laughs> i yeah. want both yeah
1: well you know you know i guess throughout the the dating process um she just hasn't found anyone who who truly loves her and i guess that's the sad part that is. you know and that you know and, you know, maybe she's one of those people who thinks that, well, if I, or at least thought that if I, if I give it up, then he'll love me. And, mm-hmm. you know, she was, you know, got a rude awakening that that's not the way it works.
3: Right.
1: And, um, yeah, you know, it, it's a tough go. Mm-hmm. But that's, yeah, like I said, that's one of those things where you just got to find people who believe
0: the same way you believe. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. yeah I don't know. I, to To go even... <laughs> Even further for some of these, uh, you know, some of the uh, religious people out there who, who are not on board with any of this, this will really throw in for a loop. But I don't, if we're talking about married, not only do I don't think you should be celibate, I don't think you should get married before you live with someone. That's just how I feel about it. No, that's true. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, lifestyle is like 70% of a relationship, 80% mm. of a relationship. If you don't have the same lifestyle, it's, it can't work. You could have all the same. Like it's kind of like he said, you could call yourself a Christian, but the way this Christian lives and the way that Christian lives is totally different. You yeah, know? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And I guess we all just assume that it's Christian. No, what do you mean, like this lady yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I did not necessarily because yeah. well, well I mean, I'm, I'm the one who said it. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so yeah. but no, I just I'm just saying I know it's against you know Christianity. Yeah. yeah. The, these views, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I just I'm not. Uh, I'm not down with that, <laughs>
3: no. and most women yeah. aren't either. So,
1: yeah. what's well, a crapshoot? No matter what you do, yep, because um,
0: even people that live together get divorced. Absolutely, yeah that that is true. Yeah. But that makes a, a good segue into our next uh, topic for discussion. Um, did you guys get a chance to read the article? I should ask you guys this before the show. Mm-hmm. The uh, do you believe in? Oh yeah atheists who believe in god yes okay good oh yeah yeah yeah, okay good yeah yeah all right so man (laughs) that was interesting um pretty much sounds like him
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, explain to our audience what uh what what,
0: uh well the article was about um They did a survey. They did a survey. um, And if they found out that some atheists have some belief in God. So not all atheists don't believe in God. So I guess they're kind of redefining the name, you know, the word. Well, actually, according to the article, they said originally atheists meant that you believed in.
3: You don't believe in our gods, right?
0: Exactly. So it didn't even it didn't even mean that you didn't believe in God originally. Mm-hmm. So that, so like a lot of things in our language, the meaning of it is constantly morphing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's in flux. And so now we're just seeing now that there are some people who consider themselves atheists, uh, probably because the way you define God, not everyone defines it the same. Sometimes mm-hmm. people believe in. You know, there's uh, something greater than themselves, but not necessarily God the way that Mm. we've been taught, according to the Judeo-Christian, you know, and Islamic beliefs. Um,
3: The anthropomorphized. Right, the anthropomorphized God. There's a father, a stern father up there looking down on everyone.
0: Right, right. So, um, but they believe in... God in a in another sense, like as far as like nature and mm-hmm. things like that or in a spirituality. Or, universe. or mm-hmm. right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So there's it depends on the way the person or or people define God it you know, and that's like a such a personal thing and then there's the way um not everyone defines atheism the same. So basically it's just an article letting you know like it's not that black and white, like how we are all talking about here, like rarely anything is mm-hmm. you know just rarely anything is you know just cut and dry right
1: so, so. i i can't even have atheism anymore <laughs> <laughs> i i can't even i can't even i can't even hold on to that
0: right but that's my thing with 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 god and being a quote-unquote you know atheist um for me personally is is that to be honest i don't i'm not like just just dogmatic about like that there is no God mm-hmm. you know I'm not I won't say that I'm not mm-hmm. that like 100 on mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. but I will say this that if there is a God I believe he's nothing and I mean nothing mm-hmm. like what we've been taught oh for sure that anthropomorphized yeah. God or whatever that shit is Don't not make no happening sense. it doesn't really make too much none sense. whatsoever yeah. So if he is if he is here and he does exist, he's totally different. And I have, like, my own theories on what he's like mm-hmm. and, you know, what... Or she. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he. Shush. Shush.
3: <laughs> totally different, except in the gender, in what his genitals are. Yes. Because he, even though he's not anthropomorphized, well, he's, he's not genitals. Well, right, got, he's, right. Got, he's got that deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> he also has a burning bush. So. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh,
3: wow. Oh, wow.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I uh, One for Charlie Bell. I wonder <laughs> who gave him that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, going around messing with those uh, Greek uh, goddesses.
3: Right. So, yeah, I mean, I think this article points out a lot of things. Like you were saying, It com- it points out the complexity of language and how words – the meaning of words change it points out the mm-hmm. complexity of people's spiritual beliefs as we are living in a world where you know we don't have to embrace the dogma or the orthodoxy of our parents like as it has been you know for generations but also i think it it points out a couple other things one people are fundamentally contradictory even within themselves mm-hmm. and also people are, are kind of stupid and these surveys are sometimes really weird so for example i i just heard another survey that where they asked 250 women about just different you know things that had happened to them and something like 10 percent of them said that they thought that they had been um impregnated
0: by the holy ghost
3: (laughs) yes they had virgin conception how many like something like eight or nine percent some crazy i gotta look the study up that's crazy it it was super crazy
0: where did they do the study
3: I don't know. I have to look all that up. I heard, I heard it on another radio. I'm sorry. Another on a news. Actually, I actually heard it on a news <laughs> station. But um, so I want to look it up. But the point is, That's crazy. What, what probably happened, what I'm, you know, I'm thinking like, how does that make sense? What probably happened was that those women were a either in denial that they were fucking,
4: <laughs> which
3: is the most likely, or maybe they were that one tiny percent of, you know, you're messing around and the, some sperm gets on the, you know you know they didn't actually right, right, have right, penetration right, and, right, right. but somehow it made its way up in there and they're like it's a virgin birth like no <laughs> sister
0: it's not or but, they were fucking priests right <laughs> or preachers right so that, maybe that's why right. it's like well he, he's holy yeah, yeah so <laughs> the
3: baby is holy exactly. pastor pastor <laughs> right. said it was okay right right he said we was in communion <laughs> He had to lay hands on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sound like he laid Morton. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> laid you know. his third hand,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all up in me. <laughs> Call
0: Road O'Ruder.
3: What's it, the name. I thought it was the Holy Ghost moving inside <laughs> me. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Yeah, I, I, I,
1: um, I I actually have heard the uh, definition of uh, uh, agnostic as someone who says he doesn't uh, know. Whether or not a god exists, Mm -hmm. Um, and he there is no way he says there is no way of knowing whether or not a god exists, Mm -hmm. but he chooses to live his life uh, as if there was no no god, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it, it it sounds similar to this definition of atheism that you know these people who. They say that our Judeo, you know, the, the Judeo-Christian God doesn't exist, but yeah, maybe there's something else out there, mm-hmm. right? right. Uh, but I, I can't really, you know, but I, I can't, I can't definitively say there is no uh, universal intelligence out there, mm-hmm. right? Uh, or control- transcendent, yeah, type transcendent,
3: of, yeah, uh, you know, force, right? Yeah, I mean, I think, and also what you were talking about your own personal beliefs, that sounds more agnostic to me than straight out atheist. Yeah cuz i mean <laughs> i mean like
0: i said, no he's, he he would be like i mean
3: cuz he like doesn't
0: care about you worshiping him he doesn't care about right. he doesn't so care you're, about you praying tithing. to him right he doesn't care about any of that animal stuff animal
3: sacrifices <laughs> wearing mixed clothing i mean wearing white after labor day it's just
0: crazy that like the 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 god that's described in the bible like if if he were a human he would be a flawed human.
3: No, he would be a straight-up asshole. He would <laughs> <get hit. laughs> right. I mean, he kills babies. Well, I mean, he, would, know? Be, he well, would
0: be a flawed well, human.
3: Well, that's so. the thing. That's the
1: thing about the Bible is that it's it's a it's, a, it's a, a a conglomeration of several different beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Even even within uh, even within the Hebrew religion, which is where absolutely you know. So uh, uh, one of the, I I just uh, I was reading a book. Um, basically I, I can't remember the basically it it says how uh uh how people have turned religion uh, people told, turned christianity into a religion that jesus would have nothing to do with
3: <laughs> and
1: <clears throat> yeah basically that's talk- not hard to argue <laughs> <laughs> uh one of one of the th- points he brings up is that uh you know the idea of uh, of ritual sacrifice, mm-hmm. which is which is the, the the idea that Jesus was like the ultimate sacrifice, right. uh, was was basically part of one sect in Judaism mm-hmm. that there were people who believed in animal sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they were the ones who sold the uh, sheep at the temple, mm-hmm. uh, and you know that would have the priests kill them and and, and mm-hmm. do that. But uh, a substantial number of of Jews at that time did not believe in ritual sacrifice. Right. And uh, he said Jesus was among them. They said that Jesus's actions show that he didn't believe in ritual sacrifice. Right. So uh, uh, you know you're just talking about you're talking about a, a schism within within that community where right. you know where one group says there's sacrifice of animals, another group says no, we don't need that.
3: Right. And then to kind of extend on that, I mean, so many different religions, religions that are totally. Different from one another, Mm -hmm. have very similar components, right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, I've been to, I have a friend of mine who's actually into Santeria. She is a Santeria priestess. And I Mm -hmm. went to, you know, her um, celebration, which was really beautiful, right? They were singing, they were worshiping, they were praising. I mean, it was all the same things we do. Mm -hmm. People were catching the spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, ritual sacrifice. I mean, Mm -hmm. it exists in different forms, Mm -hmm. in different religions, you know. So it's not, I feel like there is, you know, some common, concepts that we as humans like we all want to know what 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 is the reason behind suffering Mm -hmm. you know why do we have to die why do people have to suffer what can we do to prevent suffering you know how can we be ethical and you know decent people like we all have those innate questions and so i think it's not surprising that different cultures over different times have come to some similar you know types of conclusions right
1: well well, i I would think just basically because we've all evolved out of the same um, we we've all came out of the same muck, right. basically. Well, we're all human, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you know, when it when it comes down to it, there's a, you know the the uh, um, mitochondrial Eve and mm-hmm. you know the mitochondrial atom or whatever mm-hmm. that you know it would stand to reason that in, in the collective unconscious that we all have similar mm-hmm. uh, beliefs that go from uh, culture to culture
3: for sure. Yeah
0: true that, true that.
3: <laughs> As that great religious <laughs> theological scholar, Dino Red said, true that, true that.
0: <laughs> oh, but you guys know what? What? We have a big surprise for everybody. Oh, snap. We have in studio none other than Mr. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Pos- Wait, excuse me, Mr. Cosby, before you get started, um let me let me just say that, that you do have a tendency to kind of ramble a bit.
1: Now so do- let well, hey, hey Mr. I, Cosby,
0: Mr. Cosby, this is my show, nigga. Don't get it twisted. No, this not, is not the Cosby show. It's not? No. Oh this is the shiznit, nigga. I
1: thought oh I thought it was the Cosby you know where's Theo.
0: I want to know <laughs> how do you answer how do you how do you answer for yourself all these allegations of of you doing these horrible things to these these women
1: Well first of all my name is Dr. William H. Cosby First of all I'm a doctor you see
0: Suck on my pudding pop nigga
1: <laughs> Now See, if we're going to have a discussion, what I could do without the Phil Flam Farm Flippity
3: Flu. It's not a matter of, it's a matter of, you just, oh, in the club, I mean, um, as, as and, you know. You know see, so, this
1: is uh, a man who knows what he's talking about. <laughs> this is a man Mr. who. Mr. Cosby, the, yes. the, the,
0: the rape allegations.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yes, can you answer them, please? And don't have to shout, sir.
1: Oh, well, that's what I do.
0: (laughs) Okay, can you shout a little more quietly, please?
3: Or at least a little further from the mic. Right, right, right. See, nobody said this when
1: Black Jesus was
3: here. (laughs) That's because he was was Black Black Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) You're just a rapist with a whole show. Uh, You're just a rapist with a show and reruns.
1: See, that is is, uh, disturbing and not fun. I did not have rape with those women <laughs>
0: I think you had to buy yourself
1: <laughs> well see the thing is well you know as see I'm a doctor you see <laughs> and these women they're not feeling well so I went to my magic bag and pulled out a little bull pill and I said oh, here hell no here's a pill from Bill <laughs> And so I gave the girls the pills, and they get all drowsy and they're sleeping, and they're like, "Oh, I that feels." Mr. Cosby. Like yes, your mama should have raised you better. <laughs> she did.
3: <laughs> this
1: is not her fault.
3: So, what does Camille have to say about all of this?
1: Camille has nothing to do with this. She, contrary to belief, she held no one down as I fondled them.
0: <laughs> so she
1: is a good Christian woman. <laughs> Who believes in atheism
0: why, 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 did, why did you go on Why did you go on uh, Agree to an interview and then say nothing
1: Because I had nothing to say
0: But you agreed to the interview
1: Yes And the interview asked me Questions I did not want to answer <laughs> So Rather than answer those questions I just sat there like a log You see And it was all captured live on Kodak film,
3: (laughs) so it was kind of like a a sit-in.
1: Yes, it was was a protest. It was. I was protesting these scurrilous accusations against me for drugging women, which I did not do. See, I was like, you know, you know, you see the Matrix. Yes. Now in the Matrix, this the Morpheus, uh, he had blue pill and he had the yellow pill and he had the red pill, and he said, Okay, you're gonna take one of the pills and you go down the rabbit hole. So right. he said, Hey, wanna go to Mr. Know? Cosby. Yes.
0: Including Raven <laughs> Simone. Which Huxtable woman has the best Badissi? This-
1: <laughs> now that that is a question that does not need to be answered. <laughs> I'm
3: literally now- over here <laughs> sipping my tea.
1: <laughs> The only thing that I will say for sure is to Ahmad Rashad, I hit it first.
3: That's all I got to say. Ray J. Cosby.
1: I'm a rapist. i not a child molester.
0: Well, thank you, Mr. Cosby. See.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, was bill cosby here <laughs> man
1: i missed him was... yeah you had to go to the bathroom and then it was it's, it's was diabetes cosby. man It's yeah. always running to the bathroom
0: i hear you i hear you oh man all right well that's it guys that's, that's the show for today <laughs> uh, the shit, we, can't, we can't we can't we can't you know how, how you top bill cosby
1: we you can't you can't, can't top bill cosby yeah. One of the top ten comedians of all time, according to uh, Comedy
0: Central. Well, yeah, there you go. I mean, it's like, it's a wrap now. Um, I can't think. Do we have any announcements for next week? I don't think so. Uh, Charlie Bell, you're going to be out of town again?
3: We shall see. That's we the plan come. at the moment. My family is all right, taking we'll see me hostage.
0: If, uh, we'll see if uh, D Honey can come back.
3: Come back, D. come back.
0: All right, then. Well, everybody, um, that is another episode of the Shiznit Show. Thank you again for joining us. We look forward to having you here again with us next week. Uh, Until then, check us out on all our social media. And uh, for Charlie Bell and for the Weasel, I'm Dino Red, and we're out. Holla at your boy.
2: This has been The Shiznit.